Hello, and welcome to Grow With Soul. I'm Kate Ferris, a coach, writer, hiker, and recovering high achiever, and this is a work in life podcast. Join me for discussions and musings about how our work can be a small and magical part of a bigger, more meaningful life. So come on in, get comfy, and let's begin. Hello, and welcome to Grow a Soul. Today, I'm back with Sasha for our first update of 2022. Since we last spoke, Sasha has changed jobs and also had some realizations about how her ability to turn a hand to anything was actually a way of keeping herself small and in survival. We also talked today about not overcommitting ourselves, self definition, and job titles actually limiting the scope of our work, as well as New Year feelings, bringing the old lessons with us, and words of the year. So let's dive in. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am good. I have a hot water bottle on my belly. Um, but we are we're there we're grounded we're good I like it grounded it's a good place to be I I also love how just two minutes before we press record you're like I I asked you if there's anything you wanted to talk about today and you were like okay these are the kind of headlines and I said yeah I think I could springboard off that and I could maybe talk about this and you were like don't talk about it now (laughs) You know, I'll just start and then 20 minutes will pass and they'll be like, and then I'm just going to repeat that and say it again. (laughs) Stop talking. I've got to press the button. Boundaries on me, honestly. I'm not recording yet. Don't Don't waste your magic on just me. (laughs) Hardly. Whatever. (laughs) So let's. Let's just start with a little bit of a catch up from last time. Okay. Of where you were, because shockingly, there have been some changes in your work. (laughs) I heard your sarcasm. (laughs) Like, but it feels like there's never not changes in the tumultuous life of Sasha Glasgow. But no, I actually feel very settled and calm as we arrive to speak today at the beginning of January 2022. Well, even almost nearing the end, actually. And I have taken a part-time job in my continuing figuring it out and figuring out what works for me. So in the last chapter, (laughs) where we had a chat, I think I was contemplating finishing up the temp role I was doing. It was a full-time temp role. And I was thinking, I don't think this is it. I decided it wasn't it. (laughs) I'm very proud. That to me was a mini marker and sort of was a moment where I stood up for myself because in the week before the temp role with them would have ended, they asked me if I wanted to go permanent. And I said, oh, yeah, I, I think I would, but I don't want to do this full time. I want to do it four days a week. And that was both a good thing, not a good thing and a bad thing, but it was a moment of growth but also not me just saying something was new but I also wasn't necessarily honoring myself because I knew it wasn't the right thing I was just a bit scared and 
yeah, I didn't really want to work four days anyway. And they came back to me and were like, oh, you can do three full days and two half days. So I would have been in every day anyway. And there was just a few other things that they had put on the table as conditions of going permanent with them. And I just thought, you know what? My body's telling me no. I know that this is a no. How many times are you not going to honour your no? And I just said, yeah. So I, I walked away from it. And I wanted to have all of December off. I had a couple of interviews and yeah. And then I started a role right at the end of December, part-time, like sort of four hours a day type thing. I get a day off in the week and it leaves enough space for me to continue with freelance and creative and all of the things that Frank and Phil is developing and continuing to be. And it's been about four or five weeks now and I'm like I think this works for now mm-hmm. I don't say that as in the next time we speak I'm going to have an update I promise I promise I won't her <laughs> um, <laughs> famous last words <laughs> whatever <laughs> but um, it's just it's it's a, it's, a, it's a good for now but I think for now is going to last longer than three months let's put it that way mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a bit more of a medium term for now <laughs> yeah, um, because we had a conversation, an unrecorded conversation around the time that was all happening, and I was like, "When are you going to see this as a sign <laughs> to do oh, Frank and feel?" <laughs> you know how many times I, how many people I've told about that conversation. <laughs> and I was like, "Kate's going to kill me because she she just keeps telling me." do you not just think you're meant to be self-employed do you not think that these things are not working out because you're just meant to be self-employed and I'm gonna rock up and be like got a part-time job didn't I thing is I accept I I I think slash no getting there that you are right but I'm just not quite there yet Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of earnings and and offerings and figuring stuff like that out but I am getting there and I am quite proud of myself that I've actively like in terms of time and almost in terms of finances made space and also set an expectation in a way for what I can create and bring through creative freelance side and I think like I wasn't ever going to kill you for getting a part-time job. <laughs> but, and I think that like what prompted my asking that question is that it was so about life for you and you were trying to kind of like chop and change these traditional jobs to give you mm. the, the sort of diary that you wanted in a way, the, the calendar that you wanted. Mm. And it's kind of, uh, and then I was coming up from places like, well, you know, the easiest way to get the calendar you want is to like, set it yourself but I think it's important that you're you own the fact that you're not fully comfortable with that and that there is more than what you don't have to be like throw it all away be like yeah I'm just gonna go do it it's like no I'm gonna tiptoe across the ice over pond because I don't know if it's gonna crack and I don't wanna fall in yeah yeah and that sort of version of safety and just kind of being a little bit realistic, actually, for me, looking at my numbers, there's all sorts that I think feeds into it. Yes, like money stories and things, but then 
actual money experience and I'm coming from a place where 10 years ago how old will I have been like 26 or something you know really bad with money spending every day on ASOS and Zara and goodness knows what um like still in my student overdraft or whatever it was called like from uni and I it's it took me a while to kind of grapple with like finances and I have to not cut off my nose to spite my face and I know that there is in a financial sense I guess I know there's things that I I want to do but sometimes you just have to be realistic with like how many hours have you got in a day what are your current offerings what can you expect from them yeah and 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 go from there Mm -hmm. and it's and yeah it's the the what's more important because you yeah you've got you're at a stage where you're like these are my offerings this is the maximum earning potential from that and that's what that's not where I need it to be you have the option to be like okay well I'm gonna add in whatever else and I'm gonna triple my output but like like you could do that but you don't want to and that's fair yeah yeah and I'm really leaning into well yeah what is it you want and it feels quite nice to to go to work for 20 hours it's like largely set I can plan most of my calendar around it and there are going to be clashes and things that annoy me and eventually that's when I might just call you and be like yeah quit my job today (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it is what it is for now this is slow growth of me becoming self-employed and it's slow growth in terms of finance and income and opportunity and confidence and everything's kind of growing and going in the right direction and I'm just gonna tend to it and and nurture it and and let it grow Mm. and there's really something to be said for not over committing and kind of throwing everything into one direction that once you start it you actually don't want either and then you've got no way to go back and then it's very stressful and all those sorts of things and you undo all the the growth particularly in places like confidence where you're thinking well what's wrong with me I can't even commit to this (laughs) and that yeah that sort of easing in approach it feels different because we live in a culture which is like get what you can right now and like go as fast as you can it's like what you're building is for years and decades yeah and I think the reason I'm able to do that now actually is because I I, I recorded a, another podcast today and it's something that's been on my mind for months this question of that I ask myself sometimes is oh but is all this compassion stuff and self-compassion is it just me letting myself off the hook mm. and I'm like actually no because as I see it me me being my own biggest critic didn't do anything, <laughs> didn't yeah. help. But actually coming at certain things like this with a compassionate lens about the things I'm doing and the places I'm stretching and growing into, it means that if I feel like I am sort of coasting in a way that isn't very good for me, I can call myself out because I also know how to meet myself with compassion. Mm. And it's a really good balance. It feels really good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that a lot because I think the... I've had that as well of like, is this just being lazy? 
Exactly. Oh, is this being good to myself? Mm. And it's like, what even is the hook? And I sort of have, it's not like an official thing that I've sat down and said, but just like through the ways I've been approaching stuff at the beginning of this year, mm. I'm not going to just, I'm just not going to bully myself anymore. Like I'm not, if I have to bully myself to do something, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to do, do something in a way that feels like the good way to do it. And And for me, that means lowering the bar. Like, so rather than set like a huge exercise regime, I'm just like, get to the mat every day. Rather than bully myself about the state of the house, when like having not tidied it for like months and then it all starts piling up and you're like, oh God, you're so awful. Just like being like, I'm going to do 20 minutes of just tidying up and then I get to achieve something. Even though the whole house isn't fine after 20 minutes, it's like, I did 20 minutes. That was a good job. Well done, you. And then I do 20 minutes the next day and it just, it begins to feel just like a a nicer way to live than just looking around at all the ways in which you're crap. yourself and bully yourself and be like, you're not doing enough here or here or here. Exactly. (laughs) 100% get you on that. Mm. Yeah. So I wanted, well, I think you wanted to as well, a little, as we've sort of spoken about your job situation and, and that there's been a big learning or mm. maybe not learning, realisation that's mm. come out of that. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I really didn't get the wait, wait, <laughs> where I was going. Do you I was like, yeah, yeah. Wait, hang on, what? Oh, yeah, my turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's actually since I've started this new job, For the last year or so, I've really prided myself on being able to say, I can do anything. I can turn my hand to anything. I don't mind what job I do because I can do anything. And I have done a lot of stuff in the last year. I've been on furlough. I've been self-employed. I've taken temp jobs. I worked in a warehouse and now I'm doing retail. I went back to admin. I can do anything. But what I realized is that the way I was saying that, I was I was saying it as I was, I was really proud of it. But when I say can do, what I mean is can survive. And the thought of that, when it just crossed my mind a couple of weeks ago, completely blew my mind. I mean, can survive, can keep my head above water, can like, you know, budget on a really, really, can get by on a really tight budget. I don't think of it, in, ter- in the other way, in terms of I literally can do anything. I'm not thinking of it in terms of my big, ambitious goals. I'm just thinking about surviving. And it's it was just such a, it really was a revelation to me because I think it's a way that I keep myself small, potentially why I keep picking up part-time jobs. I think it was the thought was kind of spurred because I was thinking, okay, right, if I'm going to do Frank and Phil uh, full time, what can I offer? What could I do? And I've I started to think about the idea of maybe I maybe I want to try being a coach of some kind. And I the reason that that came up is because I was writing my about page for my website. And I was doing this voice note the other day to myself um, of things I could write. And I remember saying, I'm not a coach. I'm not a mentor. I'm a woman figuring it out. And 
I showed my mum because I've refreshed my website over December and I showed her the copy and she was like, I don't think you should put that. I was like, why? <laughs> and she said, um, well, part of one of your freelance roles, you're called a, a community and like creative coach in that in that membership. Um, so you're kind of contradicting yourself. And I sat down and I journaled about it and I was like, because I did feel a resistance about putting it live there. And then I thought maybe I want to say yet because I don't know what else is could happen mm. on my road. Um, and I think the reason I didn't want to put that there or the reason I wanted to put these kind of emphatic statements about, you know, because I believe what you say no to or what you know is important as what you know, you know, mm -hmm. um, because I was kind of scared. And I think I've always have been scared of responsibility. And I feel like if I was to call myself a coach, there would be a certain level of responsibility and expectation. And I think I've always been like that to be honest, I want to almost undersell or under promise so people can't be let down or say they're not happy with the work that I've done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's entirely a me thing. But when I think about can do from, well, what could you do? What do you want mm -hmm. to do? You know, potentially I would like to be a coach and I would like to be an author and, you know, things that I think do more for me in my life and in my work life than earn me a wage per hour. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's big and scary for me. Yeah, I was going to say, like, thank you for saying the big scary words. <laughs> yeah, like, because, like, I couldn't do that. And I think just kind of reflecting it back, that kind of, that definition of can do, of going from how small can I be to how big can I be? And flipping that script on yourself because I think it's like it's so interesting how we can take something that is draining us and crushing us and putting us into a hole and treat it like it's a good thing mm -hmm. because you said the oh I can do anything I'll turn my hand to anything to me and it's almost been like a kind of like I'm not fussy, you know, I'll just do what needs to be done. Like, I, you know, I'll just take an hourly wage or whatever. And, and it wasn't like, a, the, 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 yeah, that kind of awareness wasn't there. And then obviously, like, something's just kind of slotted into place where you've kind of gone, hmm, maybe there is more. Maybe I'm allowed to see that there's more. And that, feel, that does feel really huge. It feels huge. Uh, and scary. small. <laughs> Well, it doesn't feel small at all to me. Well, like it's a small, it's a, a small flick, uh, switch flick is what mm. I mean. Like it's a tight, it's a tight, like nothing has happened. Yeah, yeah. And yet it's had a huge, that flick of the switch has been an explosion. Yeah, entirely. And I think <laughs> when we just sit and chat, we just sit and chat. I'm, I'm, an, I'm generally like an open book with most things because I feel like, well, someone should be saying this stuff and there's no one in my life talking <laughs> well, about, you know, like, oh, trying to manage finances and I'm working part-time, I'm trying to make this other thing happen and I don't know. And so, yeah, we just sit and chat. But I'm like, when this comes out, I'm going to be like, oh, my Lord, what? <laughs> you, talk, you've been talking again. <laughs> been talking out loud again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's where I'm at 
And so how are you feeling about kind of settling into that knowledge in terms of, because I know when something like that, a realisation like that can happen, it can make you like think back to everything you've ever done and seen how this belief has like constantly tripped you up. And then also that kind of, talking about the explosion, it like blows a hole in the wall and you can suddenly see all these different options and that can be very overwhelming. So how are you kind of sitting back into this? I don't think it feels overwhelming. I just think, and I think one of the words that's actually been in a crevice of my mind since I since thinking about this has all of a sudden things, so many things seem possible. And that feels like sunshine. It feels really, really good. But then you are, you're also right in that it makes you play back all the times before where you were playing small or just like not playing 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 to your strengths or thinking oh no these are the the cards I've been dealt and I you know this is my life yeah there's there's many things sitting with I think I'm just I'm just allowing myself to have the thought and just let it sit and settle I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. really doing anything with Mm -hmm. it and actually I think that's a lie because what I am doing is I'm just allowing myself not to be scared by the thoughts and that in itself is a lot of effort (laughs) (laughs) that's a full-time job (laughs) Mm. Mm. yeah and i think it can be really scary so like trying to not be scared into like just cowering in the corner Mm -hmm. yeah especially when what that belief was doing was a really good job of keeping you small because that was keeping you safe because you weren't like even looking at those possibilities let alone kind of risking into them like and actually from my point of view having us had conversations over the last however long there was always a sort of pulling back from frank and feel like it would get so far and they'd be like oh but i i don't want to i don't want to push it too hard i I, you know i want to keep it i want to keep it like keep it small essentially and that to now start to consider I don't have to do that because that's not my belief system anymore but but how else do I exist in this is a big old thing I think it's like for me work replicating life every sphere actually of my life just almost as if you're like one human that's like dealing with all the things (laughs) all things like who'd have thought of it um yeah yeah, it feels like in every sphere of my life, I'm having new considerations and new questions and new thought patterns and new beliefs. And there's possibility and options I didn't know were there. All of a sudden, they're everywhere. And if I think about it in one area, it doesn't blow my mind. But if I think about that happening in every area, mm-hmm. just going to have to take a minute. Because <laughs> that's when it it gets to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is like, yeah, it's a lot to kind of be like, oh, there's this whole other world out there. It's like the Truman Show. Like, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not limited to this like TV studio. <laughs> yeah, not limited, and I can make it what I want. But then I think I wrote somewhere, something, sometime a couple of, a year ago or something about freedom not necessarily be being freeing um, mm-hmm. always, because then you're the one who's forging the path. There are no footsteps, there's no path. Um, 
you're making it, you're making your way, which is why I always say I'm I'm figuring it out. And it it is incredibly free, but also it's free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a free fall. It's a free fall. Yeah. So this is what we're figuring out at the moment. Mm-hmm. This is where I am. And there's something when you were saying about the coach or the mentor and being or not being, mm. there's that came to the like I'm just very interested in this sort of self-definition job title kind of thing because mm-hmm. like I don't have one because like mm-hmm. I don't know what it, the hell it would be at this <laughs> point like there is there isn't a word in existence mm-hmm. that feels like it describes what I do and so it's like my greatest nightmare when like I registered at the doctors and the nurse is like what do you do for a job and I'm like I don't well. know how to I don't know how to begin to explain this to you <laughs> um, that little that little square on that piece of paper is not big enough yeah. <laughs> and so yeah I just think that it's interesting the compulsion to want to put a name on it when this whole world of internet and creativity and art versus content and like the, all that mess like just defy like defies definition in a lot of ways and it's just like mm-hmm. our work and it mm-hmm. and why i think that putting a name on it limits it that's what i found that's why i haven't been able to put a job title to it because whatever name I put on it immediately Mm. limits the possibility and what it it is in reality. I agree. Your thoughts. I've started, um, when people say to me, if I I have a a podcast conversation with someone, they're like, oh, so tell me about you. What do you do? And tell me about your work. And I say, well, I'm a woman figuring it out and I'm a professional experimenter. Nice. <laughs> I just feel like I'm just I'm just trying on all of these different titles. And um, what is interesting to me is how ingrained all of this stuff is. So there's a lesson even in this in that if you're trying to I don't know, do the work on like work on some stuff of yourself, you really do have to have compassion because it's so interesting how quickly we run back to what we know. I've spent, I would say, the last, like, about two and a half years throwing away labels, getting rid of boxes. I don't want them. I don't want anything on it. It just restricted me. And then I'm in this new world, this new space, and the first thing I want to do is run to a label Mm -hmm. (laughs) or run to a box. And I'm like, what are you doing? But it's so ingrained within me that I'm like well of course I'm going to look for it it's going to be a new label and a free one and one that I've chosen and I I guess there is autonomy there's something in that but why why Mm. (laughs) I just find it because it's yeah it's comforting to have that because what comes with the label is a set of rules and a set of expectations and a way to like win a way to do it yeah, a way like I know if I do these things that I'll be successful. And also uh, the way that you present the outside world means that like you said about the responsibility, like they know what to expect from me. And I know all I have to fulfill is that expectation. And that's a really, really comforting thing. Mm-hmm. And that, like I was saying about 
kind of where my work has got. I don't, I don't think in my Instagram bio anymore, that I might be completely lying, that it actually has any sort of definition of like what I am or do because I'm just like, I can't, I can't say it. And actually none of those roles are ones that I want to fulfill. I don't want to fulfill the role of the coach. I don't want to fulfill the role of the online creator. Like I don't, I don't want any of those expectations on me. I want to create stuff and have it received, but I don't want there to be an expectation of what I'm going to be for people. Oh, that just, Sasha, this is a note to yourself. When you listen back to this, write that down. (laughs) 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 That has just, oh, it's like, mm, the Rolo center of my heart. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've literally, as I was saying it, I was like, this is some good stuff. And now I've completely forgotten what I even said. So <laughs> straight out from my soul. Mm. You've given me a lot to think about with that. I'm just going to, just going to sit with it. Oh gosh. How do you do this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, give you a nervous breakdown. No. Existential crisis. <laughs> I think I'm living outside of that. Of the who even knows. <laughs> Who even knows? Yeah. Hmm. Very, very, very interesting. Mm. Give me a lot to sit and think about, friend. Thank you. Good. No worries. Um, something else, well, kind of let there's no way to do this in a like smooth <laughs> way. Ah, so we're now moving on to something completely different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I did want to talk about, because as you say, we are literally recording this on the 19th of January. So it's not like New Year vibes really anymore. But maybe by having this conversation this late in the year, I say that very sarcastically, um, is like a good thing. It's a good thing. Like it doesn't all have to be started by the first week of January. But I wanted to talk to you about the kind of whole New Year business and how much you go in for it some of your maybe goals as your word slash word alternative yeah all those things <laughs> all those things go okay well as i've said in various places i don't have a word of the year this year i have a question my question is what if the answer has to be yes and that kind of sprung up in my mind based on Shonda Rhimes' book, The Year of Yes, a book that I never haven't finished because this is me. I don't finish books. <laughs> <laughs> not to say that it's not good. I'm just, I'm just a rubbish, a pathetic reader, to be honest with you. And I think the reason I thought about it is because I'm like, okay, you're not, a, you're not a beginner anymore. You're not a beginner in life, in in a lot of things. And I found that when I was doing some reflection type stuff at the end of the year, I was like none of the the stuff I'm getting from this is revelation. It's more reiteration because you're mm. not new anymore. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and so it's, it's left me thinking, okay, what's next? And I, if I spent last year experimenting with things, I'm going to continue to experiment. But now I'm like, okay, what can you push yourself on? You know, you've, You've got a certain audience. You know you can connect with people. How do you want to continue connecting with them? And what are some of the things that have 
sat in your mind that you know you want to bring to life, but you've kind of like pushed to the back and said, oh, no, that's too big for me. And so my question of what if the answer has to be yes, I am hoping helps me jump straight past the, oh, but can I do, am I good enough kind of question, the deliberation Mm -hmm. to, okay, well, how might you do it? That's the first question. No, we're not using the energy to be like, oh, (laughs) deliberation mode. We're not doing that. Just, just how could you do it? And I'm hoping Mm -hmm. to open up possibility with that this year. So yes, that's my question. I um, love that. I love the the redirection of energy into like let's just figure out if it's possible first before we have a breakdown about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, just gonna sw- swap those round, okay? Because usually we would spend three months having a freak out about about it before you even think actually is this a plausible idea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that. I I have been sort of thinking about it with myself and with clients about this kind of like just taking things off the table. Like if it's not an option Mm -hmm. to like say yes to every email, like the opposite of what you're doing, but like if it's not an option to do what people want, what are you left with? And that just feels like it can be really powerful because we do forget we we have those choices a lot of the time. 100%, yeah. So yeah, that's my... Uh, that's my question. I And I've also been thinking that I don't know if I'm going to continue to have words of the year. Mm-hmm. This is a very personal thing because in August last year, I feel like I picked up the word space. And that's not something I, I only want. Well, I picked it up in the middle of the year and it's not something I only want to carry for 12 months and then put down. Space is here to stay. So it's why with my journaling workshops this year, I've put them into trimesters. So every fourth month I have off or potentially away from the internet and building space into my life and my work, just into it all. Last year, my word of the year was nourish. And again, that's probably a word that I I just want to carry with me. I had this thought about slates and how the beginning of a year, we always think of, um, or we've always been told to think of a clean slate. And I thought, "Mm, actually, in some regard, potentially. But what about the experiences and the things that you've written and notched up on that? I don't want to just wipe that away at the beginning. I worked hard to learn those lessons and to gather those experiences. Some of those are coming with me. So in some respects, I'm like, no, no, no clean slate. Um, and you can't ever really clean the slate anyway. So yeah, I'm collecting words that feel like they're just gonna be with me for the long haul. I'm not sure about words of the year anymore. Mm-hmm. But what about you? Yeah, and and I agree as well on that. and when you said about nothing's a revelation it's all reiteration now like I'm literally going to steal that and put that in mapping because (laughs) there's a like a whole set of what what has been like a really huge thing for me is getting away from the line of progression into Mm. just like you just come back to everything Mm. and because there's always this feeling of like I've done this I've, I've learned this lesson. I've been here. I know better. And it's like, no, you've just, you've just circled back to something that's not, you're not done with yet. And, but you're bringing with you everything you learned about it last time. Yep. And now it can feel better. And there's new things you can open up. Like for me, 
this time last year I was like I don't know what I want to do for my work <laughs> but I was but I was so kind of like and I, it has to be definable by a name this year I'm still like I don't know what I want to do for my work <laughs> but I'm now 12 months on open to the possibility it doesn't have to know for name open to the possibility that I just need to make the money I need to make and like that can be it which is like a huge like opened up a huge new kind of doorway to that so I think that it's really important that thing of it's impossible to you're not starting again no there is no line to be having clean slates upon yeah there's no line I remember a friend of mine said to me she shared with me something that her therapist told her and she was like we don't go round and round in circles it's spirals not circles because every time you come around you've like you're a little bit further in and you kind Mm -hmm. of it's a parallel point but what else have you picked up on the way and ever and that has really sat with me and I'm like yeah Spirals, not circles. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, think think of like a tree that you know every year it's losing its leaves, it's growing its leaves, it's having its leaves, it's losing its leaves, but it's getting taller every year too. So it's all it's all happening in that very circular, spiracular spiral way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so on that note, I do feel like all my previous words of the year, at least the ones that were made with the proper intention, have mm. come with me. So mm. last year was light. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm still doing is like looking for lightness. How can this be lighter? Like mm-hmm. in both a kind of daylight way, but a heavy, heavy versus light way. Yep. year before that was powerful which i mean like it's now my it's like my day to day is like finding my power using my power feeling my power all that sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah so it's not a see ya <laughs> we're done and i do feel like they are building on each other now a lot more mm-hmm. that they're not just like a random word mm-hmm. they've built on each other like from going from powerful into light like that was obviously a need to rebalance a little mm. bit and then this year is revel nice which is like and the reason i chose light last year was because i knew it was going to be a heavy year and it was um and so revel is about kind of coming back to a place of thriving which is interesting which sort of circles us back to the beginning of like having been in survival for most of 2021 mm-hmm. and revel is about that kind of just like roll in the mud and like be so in it look oh. for the joy have the yes. joy like just like yes. and, and also reminding myself because I think when you've come out of a period of like intense survivalism mm-hmm. that way of thinking and acting becomes a habit yeah and so it's a reminder for me to be like, you can enjoy this now. You yeah. can just revel in this. Yeah, because you would have developed a set of coping mechanisms. And what I think we often forget about coping mechanisms is they're only meant to be short term. They're not meant to become your way of life and your mm-hmm. way of living. So it's okay and it's safe. And it's even necessary for you to remind yourself that there are 
other ways to live other than by your survival instincts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so and well, before we got on the call you said to me like how like, how is all, all the things and yeah. that, and i said to you that i felt that my new year was really in november and that was when i chose revel that was when it like came to me <laughs> i was like this is your word <laughs> so that's that's kind of when it felt like it that was my january in a way and and now I was like, you know, just, you know, doing the days. It's all happening. We're just very chill and having a nice time. And you were like, um, hello. (laughs) I was like, she's just going to like sum this whole thing up in one sentence and then be like, okay, so should we record? And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah. And 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 I think it's, it's as easy as that sometimes. It, and, and it's a letting the things settle and, and I guess that's a, a trust that's a trust thing of like you can stop now you've you've done it yeah yeah because mm. I was I was thinking the same like I feel quite I'm just taking my days as they come I'm really enjoying quiet days of not very much and that's because the last two years have been quite something in pretty much every arena of life. So I'm like a boring day where not much happens and I might read and, you know, have the day off or I might go to work for four hours and come home and yeah, more of those, please. That's okay with me for now. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because yeah. that's what it it's for. That's, that's what it's for and and the, these points I think come come at you very quickly that yeah. you spend so long trying to like extricate yourself from something or get to a place and then you're just like oh I'm already <laughs> in it like you, you you're waiting and waiting and waiting and then and then it's kind of like an anticlimax because you expected like the angels to sing and some gates to open and the sky to part but you're just Oh, I'm, I'm there. I'm here. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> where, where was my welcoming committee? Yeah, no. Where was the fanfare? Very rude. <laughs> so then it's the reminder to be like, okay, put your bag down. Yeah. And enjoy I, I, it I... now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Take your clothes out of the suitcase, put them in the drawers. Mm. Oh, this is really, I'm going to sit and have a think about this so thing about survival and coping mechanisms and arriving and getting and knowing that you can unpack and get comfy mm-hmm. and like you're, you're you're staying here for a while mm-hmm. take yourself off high alert it's it's all right yeah. and that yeah and it, i think it comes down to sh- it's partly to do with striving as well as both that that's something that if you're coming out of survival that's what you're doing but also that culturally to be striving is like the default position yeah, and and yeah. so when when you are there and you're like oh I could unpack it's like but then what striving am I going to be doing and then you see something else you can strive towards and you're like oh I'll just do a little bit of striving and it's like <laughs> well no like this is it this, this is, is what this all is it for yeah, yeah. yeah very interesting oh I do love our chats mom <laughs> <laughs> thinking about things Hmm. yeah and I feel very okay with being 
quite sloth-like in my days mm. now. I do a little bit and then I say, okay, that's enough. And I don't sit and question myself um, so often about what I'm doing and what I ticked off my to-do list and, and hustle, hustle, hustle and be productive. Like even today, I, I worked this morning and then I recorded a podcast and I lay on my bed for about 40 minutes. Um, and I knew I had this chat with you coming up and my friend messaged me and I was like, oh, I'm like, she's like talking about all these things we can do, <laughs> da, 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 and I'm like trying not to just fall asleep on top of the, the bed. And I was like, but actually, no, I've like, I've, I've done things today. So it's fine. Have rest. It's okay. This is what you, this is what you were after. So you can lie on the bed mm. at like two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> but yeah, that is so interesting to say that. And cause like I was saying about the, like lowering the bar. Mm. It's also like not not trying to keep up with the old expectations. Of, and something that's like kind of switched for me the last couple of weeks, it's like, I have low energy mm. around like four to six. Mm. Two to four. And that's, that's the time where it's like, your work day's kind of ending, like crack on, make dinner, like get everything done, then you can relax for the evening. And and then I don't want to do it then. And I just lie down and then I lie down forever because it's like, oh, I've not done anything. Whereas now it's like, okay, four to six, I'm just going to yeah. chill out, read my yeah. book. And then when it gets to like half six, I feel like doing some exercise and then I feel like cooking dinner and then I feel like tidying up after myself. Yeah. And, and, yep, yep, yep. and just like, it's supposed to, all that's supposed to happen first and then you can relax, but just switching those around I I feel so much better you are 100% right it makes sense why I always had a dip even when I was doing nine to five between two and four don't ask me to come to any meetings and make any decisions because I'm good for nobody don't ask me <laughs> but after that I'm like I kind of come back up and I'm like oh resurfaced okay I can do some stuff and I remember that I had the first journaling workshop um of the year last weekend and I remember putting it out there to everyone and, and I did a poll on Instagram and I was like look I'm still honoring my winter energy and normally I would do one in the morning and one in the, in the evening of a weekend um to kind of catch different time zones and people who are doing different things and whatever I said but would you mind if we did the, in the afternoon instead like around two three and then one in the evening and it was a resounding yes for an afternoon and an evening and someone messaged me and they were like because in my world like the mornings are for doing and the afternoons are for thinking or like being and I was like why have I never thought about that before <laughs> and it was so nice and cozy and just lovely and I was just like I think this might stay I think it might be afternoon and yeah, I think that's what it's going to be from now on. Just, yeah, it was lovely. Mm. Lovely consideration. Yeah. So just rip up the rules. Do what you want. That's what we're saying. Yep. <laughs> Hold the front page. That's yep. the conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rip them up and keep ripping them up. And don't try and sellotape them back together and look for a label. <laughs> Like, you're done with them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, low expectations, follow your energy, don't label anything, and do more than survive. That's our takeaways. Oh my God. <laughs>
Excellent summary, friend. <laughs> Excellent summary. Cool. Anything else to add? No. I think I've got more than enough to think about, take away, have said, yeah, I've, I've done my bit. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. That's, that's I'm I've wrong out. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Any links we mentioned will be in the show notes at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast. And you can find me and Sasha on Instagram. I'm at simpleandseason and she is at Frank and Feel. If you have a friend who you think would really enjoy this conversation, please do send them the link to the episode and share if you're listening online too. Until next time. I hope you grow a soul.